0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same.
1: Hey, Todd. Dr. Wirtle, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well, thank you. Groovy. Yeah. Good Friday.
0: Well, it's not the good Friday, but it's a good
1: Friday. Yeah. (laughs) I need to be clear about that. Yes. It's a good Friday. Yes. That's all I meant.
0: One of many. One of many. Um, today we're going to talk about personal values mm-hmm. and kind of why they, what they are and why they matter for emotional health. I yeah. yeah. Um, so let's, values is a tricky word. So let's start off with like what's the difference to you when someone says, just talks about values generally, but then when you think about kind of personal values in the context specifically of like therapy and mental health, how do you think about those two things as being different?
1: Um, I'm not sure. They, I think when I hear values, I, I kind of just reflexively think one thing, which are kind of the things that are really oh. important to people, I okay. guess. Yeah.
0: Sometimes, I, th- I think sometimes the term values gets associated with kind of objective Values, mm, like things like mm. Mm, honesty, right? Mm-hmm. Something like basically anyone would say, yes, that's a good thing, right? Or maybe like uh, kind of specific values from specific r- like religious or cultural backgrounds. So like in some cultures, like loyalty is a very strong value. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. in some religious tradition, like you think about like the Ten Commandments or something as like particular values. Um, mm-hmm. I think of these as like kind of capital V Values, okay, right? but I think it's helpful to distinguish what we call personal values um, Right, which are, you're smiling knowingly. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm waiting now. I'm curious to hear what you're about to say Well, so I think
0: I think those big those capital V values can be personal values like I value honesty I think mm-hmm. it's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really value um, Time to read like I like to read Reading really matters to me in mm-hmm. my life, mm-hmm. and it's something I need to be intentional about making time for and doing, and maybe even kind of sacrificing other things for because it's just it's really important to me. And when I don't get to do it, I'm kind of unhappy. Mm. Not I don't I'm not like getting super depressed or anything, but like it it matters to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that's really personally important to me. It might not be important to someone else, and that's not that's not a bad thing. Um, but to me personally, um, having time to read is
1: a value. What is it about reading that you find so important?
0: Well, I really enjoy it for one thing. I find it energizing usually like it's, it's stimulating. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting, right? Like it's, it piques my kind of curiosity. Um, I have, I think at this point I have lots of friends who also like to read. So it sort of facilitates a lot of like social um, relationships and. um,
1: See, I would call these things the value under that thing. Reading would be the act of pursuing these mm. values of stimulating your intellect. Oh, okay. Social, you know, common shared activity. Mm-hmm.
0: Those things. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good distinction. Um, so if it's, but if it's, you're saying if it's an action, it's not a value.
1: Um, well, you pursue your values. You probably, yeah, you act your values out. I guess. Yeah, and and reading could be in and of itself a a value. I want to continue to. Really? yeah
0: like i think some anything that's enjoyable right mm-hmm. can be mm-hmm. a value
1: and important to you now i believe what you were linking it to was that importance to you that you would sacrifice time for it that is really important to your mm-hmm. mental health is that what you the point you were making sure okay or like
0: like exercising would be another value to mm-hmm. me like a personal value like time to ex- i mean i think it, it has all sorts of beneficial effects like physical health right and like sometimes it's like the way it it feels and like but in general like exercise is just an important part of my life Mm -hmm. and it's something Mm -hmm. I'm willing to kind of make trade-offs for in other areas because I think it's really important. Um, and it's something I, I think about and I make time for and I, I'm not always perfect about it, but I strive to do it. And I think this is important, even when I don't feel like it sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? It's something I know is important to me and has at least long-term has positive effects on me in my life. And, um, but it doesn't uh, there are often competing sort of things that come up Mm -hmm. right that can Mm -hmm. that can steer me away from that and if i get steered away from those personal values too much i end up unhappy Mm. like no no matter how much like the bowl of ice cream tastes really yummy (laughs) 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 if i do that too much Mm -hmm. right and at, at the expense of other things I'm not like I'm not going to be as
1: happy. So, so you do kind of have these uh, verbs as values. Exercising then would be a value that you would define. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think you could just as well say like um, health is a value. Physical. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Okay. Um, so I, I don't. I wouldn't. One's a proxy think... for the other, though. For. Yeah, I,
0: okay. I think they can be both um, good in and of themselves. Like you just enjoy exercising for its own sake, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but because it can also lead to another value or benefit. Yeah. Right? Like physical health. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Makes sense. So, but I think a lot of people don't end up thinking about this much because they think about values just in terms of those kind of like big values, truth, justice, not lying, um, you know, kind of like the 10 commandments, like big big values, The generic you
1: know? good attributes, yeah. Yeah, honest,
0: or, or even yeah. kind of like right and wrong. I think a lot of people associate values with what's right and wrong, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, the, so there's a moral, there's a very strong moral sense to, to the term value. Yeah, yeah, And I think it's important in that values also have a s- kind of emotional, psychological um, side to them too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so you, like something like, um, you know, reading. I I don't I don't know that it's like morally good or not good to read or not, mm-hmm. right? I don't mm-hmm. even know that that makes any sense, right? Right. But psychologically, emotionally, it's good for me as a person, right? To read because it yeah. benefits me.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and and one of the reasons is because you care for it and value yes. it so much, right?
0: So I yeah. think, and I want to get your thoughts on this, but I think it's really worthwhile, but also non-obvious that in addition to whatever traditional values you may have inherited or or find. Um, to be true or or right or whatever, it's worth thinking about the idea of personal values as well.
1: No, oh, I think it's it's critical. I think for the 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 reasons you just mentioned, you know, it's when you're not connecting to those things, your your life doesn't feel right, and, it, and and there's distress usually that's there because you're not connected with your values and these are the things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the reasons, for that very reason, being aware of what is important to you is a really important thing, you know, to, to know what your values are. And so I think you're right. I think along, and and I'm, I'm, I'm often, um, encouraging clients to define their values and, and many of them never really have before. Clearly, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they've kind of, they come in and they don't, they don't understand why they're frustrated in their life or they Um, and and as soon as you start really understanding what their values are, you can see why they're frustrated or their lack of values Mm -hmm. or lack of clear clarification. Yeah. And, and if you ever want to know what your values are, a really easy trick to that is just to look at your pain and flip it over. You know, I mean,
0: Oh wait, hold on, slow down. Look at your pain and flip that over. Interesting. (laughs) I've never heard that before. Okay. So elaborate.
1: You know, you, you, if you have a lot of distress over a relationship that's, not rewarding or or just unsatisfying or abusive or whatever it is and that's really causing you a lot of pain that's probably because you care about something within all this pain that's that something's broken there mm. something's being threatened and, and it might be your value of um, healthy relationships or being loved and cared for or there, there's probably a value inside of this thing that's not getting addressed mm. and that's why you're distressed that's why you're frustrated.
0: I was just talking to a client who was expressing this very same frustration that, that she feels like she would really, for her, a personal value is that she feels um, actively sort of supported and encouraged by her husband. Mm. Like that, that it's it, it matters to her in her relationships that, that the people around her are uh, verbally expressive of their support and care and understanding, mm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... We, she has kind of come to realize that that is just not one of his strong suits. Mm-hmm. Is, he obviously cares about her and he loves her, um, but he's just not very verbally expressive and, and supportive and, mm-hmm. and sort of emotionally intimate in that way. Um, and this is something she's only now realizing after years of marriage, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that her a value for her, and it's not that, again, This her husband isn't a bad guy because he has a hard time expressing his emotions. It's not like it's a, you know capital T truth. Like this is what everybody should do kind of Mm -hmm. thing for her. That's just really important. Mm -hmm. She really likes that. And to your point, one of the things that kind of has been hard for her and very frustrating is she's not getting that. And she doesn't understand why she's not getting it. Mm. Um, but she had never articulated to herself that, Hey, this thing is something that's really important to me. It's not necessarily super important to everybody else. Um, and it actually matters if I get this on a regular basis or not.
1: Yeah, or even even you know a lot of people will have a partner like this and be frustrated because it's like my partner doesn't communicate, and you, you find out right. there's a there's a big uh, value around um, verbal you know validation and some mm-hmm. of those things that aren't maybe happening. So an easy trick sometimes to identifying your your values to look at where your pain is and and, and see if you can flush flush that out a little bit because sometimes our our uh, you know there's a there's a a therapy that's coined this that our values and our pain are kind of opposite sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. um, and so that's that's a real good trick to shortcut a big values exercise. You can kind of narrow that down pretty quickly. Yeah, usually. I like that. That's good. But but yeah, I think values are essential, and it's a, a lot of the times when when people are um, a lot of uh, therapy uh, people are sharing choices they're making. You know, what should I do here, and how should I? behave in this context or with these emotions on board, what do I do? And, um, you know, a psychologist isn't there to give their opinion of (laughs) what they should do because that wouldn't be therapy. But the idea is, can I help the client understand what their values are so that they can make an informed decision about that? Right. And they can exercise their own, you know, uh, right to choose based on what they feel is important, not what I feel is important. And, And sometimes they feel like they're coming to you to get an answer. It's a little different than that.
0: Well, and I, I might, I might sort of distinguish um, what they values help you determine and act on what you think is important, mm-hmm. as opposed to what feels right. important in the moment. Right. And to me, this is one of the huge benefits of having personal values and really taking the time to clarify them and update them mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. Is that the, it's values are the only sort of defense we have against just being like buffeted around by however we feel happy to feel right yeah and maybe sometimes you feel good and that's great right but like what do you do when you start worrying a lot right Mm -hmm. i mean you can try there are lots of tips and tricks to kind of not worry so much but ultimately like if you don't have something else that's really important to you to put your mind on right you're just gonna get sucked back into the worry again right um and so I, i think that's ultimately like mental health is not just the, it's not just the absence of suffering or pain, trying not to feel bad anymore. It's about, well, what do I want to move towards? What, what's the good stuff I want more of? And how, how could you move away from the bad stuff if you don't know what you're moving toward? Hmm. Right. Yeah. And so va- in a way, like values are like, it's like a map, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's hard enough to like uh, traverse your way through the wilderness borderline impossible if you don't have a map and a compass and yeah. you don't know where you're going.
1: Well, And, and I used um, the analogy of kind of um, uh, values being your North Star, right? Th- those right. are the things when you're like, man, what should I do in this situation? It's like, what is important to me? Where's my North Star at? What's yeah. guiding this choice? Okay, well is this in line with that? Right. Is this decision in line with that value? You're you're
0: looking around like that tree looks the same as the one I saw a few minutes ago. Like, am I just going (laughs) around in circles or not? Like, it's hard to tell if you're just looking around at eye level. Yeah, and you're just running around,
1: especially if you're just running around because you're afraid or sad or uh, you know scared of some potential outcome. I mean, all that emotion just pushes you um, around, kind of like the waves in a storm. But your, your north star is the idea. What what decisions can you make that are in line with that? And sometimes your values compete. Sometimes you have two values that are kind of competing for your attention and your resources, and it's really difficult to make those, but um, that happens all the time. And so understanding what value, what your values are, why you're making the decisions you're making, um, right, essential. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I think that's key to articulate is that there may be certain values for you that are just you absolutely cannot compromise on like maybe you're the, maybe you just do not maybe you're a pacifist and you just do not believe in killing or hurting anyone ever and so nothing will compete with that value mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. but i think a lot of the times our values are more relative than that right these yeah. personal mm-hmm. values um, values happen on a continuum and maybe on the extreme ends there are some very core unchanging ones mm-hmm. right um but to use your kind of like uh, astronomy analogy, maybe you always know the North Star is a good way to go. But maybe there are sort of in different times of year, there are different constellations right. which point you in the in the right direction. Oh, but it depends on the yeah. time of year. Or right? certain
1: boundaries or barriers you just want to skirt, and that's okay. Um, yeah, I think this is a really good point uh, uh, about those those values. You know, I, I, I often um, include the idea that boundaries are a pers or um, sorry values are a pursuit meaning um, having a good relationship is going to be a bit of a trick as a value because you only control half of that. Oh, right. And so being in pursuit of healthy relationships or maintaining healthy relationships is a much better goal because it addresses the idea that Hmm. I want to be engaged in these kinds of acts, right? I can't. Always control what my partner is going to do and whether it's totally healthy or not. So I don't want to. I don't want to set my hopes on that. But I do want to really mind myself right. and what I'm doing and what I can control and I'm engaged in. So I try to remind people that values should be more within your control than than without. Yeah,
0: them. and this brings up an interesting point too that I think values, just like there's, so there's one dimension of values which is sort of their their objectivity, like don't thou shalt not kill, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then there's like mm, read versus exercise right? They're, they're kind of relative and maybe right. they depend on the context, mm-hmm. right? Different mm-hmm. day, different whatever. But another dimension that's useful to think of values as falling upon though, I think is general versus specific. Mm-hmm. And often it's really helpful to get more specific about your values. So like I, I said, exercise is a value of mine, right? But when I think about it, a more specific version of that value is exercising consistently is important to me, Mm. right? It Mm -hmm. being like a regular thing. yeah. Um, And so I like, you know, I don't have some like rigid idea of the perfect exercise. What matters is that on a regular basis, I do some exercise, whether it's going for a long walk or going for, you know, like doing some quick like wind sprints or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? But what's important to me is, you know, just I know every whatever, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I go and do something, right? right? So I think it's often helpful to get specific, like when in doubt, try to get more specific about your values. Yeah. I I think it doesn't mean general values are are wrong or bad necessarily, but um, it can be helpful to to drill down more.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, that, that sounds good. Just having a kind of deep and, and wide understanding of your values so that you, and, and to understand that sometimes your values are going to compete and you're going to need to be flexible around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that, if you're if you haven't defined your values, um, man, you're kind of lost at sea a little bit. Yeah, you're imagine.
0: just at the mercy of whatever happens to you.
1: Yeah, and whatever emotional, you know, you're experience feeling. you're having, and yeah, so defining what's really important. Good idea.
0: Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a big fan too of not necessarily doing this in your head. Yeah. Like, Write them down. Get a piece of paper out, and it it seems kind of stupid, but literally write them out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like take—it's one of the best things I think anyone could do for their mental. It's the best use of ten minutes you could spend, is to like get out a blank sheet of paper and write down like what comes to mind when you think of what really
1: matters to me in my life. Yeah, we're not—we're not being hyperbolic when we say define. Yeah, literally write it down. (laughs) Yeah, define it. You might—you might be surprised because as you start sketching, I think. Uh, I, I've done this a time or two where I even start kind of rewriting mine and I'm like, oh, this one's kind of changed a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, my kids have grown up a little right. bit. And that's that's right. not the same. And oh, it's a good thing to review that list every once in a while too.
0: A specific form of this that I like is kind of an exercise to help people clarify their values is to write down your bucket list now, mm-hmm. I think the bucket list is an interesting phenomenon to me because everybody knows what the bucket list is, mm-hmm. right? It's the list of things you want to do before you die, right. you know, like they're the the big kind of adventurous, important things you, you want to do, right? What, I I don't know. So I, I make it a little habit of asking people, whenever this topic vaguely comes up, asking people about bucket lists. And, um, and I always ask the question, like, oh, can you show me your bucket list? And they're like, what do you mean? Like, well, well, I mean, surely you've written it down somewhere. You have it, like, posted somewhere, and they're like, <laughs> Uh, no, like yeah. I mean I think about it every once in a while, but nobody, everybody likes the idea of a bucket That's how list. how important it nobody is. Nobody ever <laughs> creates one, yeah. which if you think about it, is wild that the most, your dreams, your hopes and dreams, the most important things in your life, mm. you don't take the time to write down and remind yourself of and update mm. on a regular basis? Bonkers,
1: madness, <laughs> right? I have a different <laughs> approach to this. Anyway,
0: so my last thought (laughs) is just like, again, when in doubt, when it comes to values, write down your bucket list. Not because those things are your values necessarily, but because they might give you clues. Like if you if you spend ten minutes and you write down all this stuff, and you realize like, oh man, like fifteen of the twenty all involve travel, Mm -hmm. and I haven't gotten out of my city in
1: at all a year and a half. Yeah,
0: right. I, like travel, exploring new things could be obviously that is a major value for me. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, yeah. that's, no, that's uh, that but what, what was your difference?
1: Oh, I, you know, the the bucket list is kind of an interesting idea. I, I, I um, I almost prefer to just try to practice being content. <laughs> 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 and if I get to do some great stuff, that's awesome too. <laughs> but, oh, okay, this is another episode we need to like, do. No matter what, I want to be content, you know.
0: We need to do an episode on, self-improvement versus self-acceptance. Done. Okay.
1: Anyway, that's a weird way to end this episode, <laughs> but... <laughs> Come <Coming> later. <laughs> hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance, and if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.